0: I'm <laughs> This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for January 15th, 2021. So I've been teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose, and it's because I told you that at the beginning of 2021, I believe the Father saying that this is a season of new levels for us, that that we are going to walk in new levels in 2021, but God declared new levels, but for us to walk in those new levels, then progress has to be intentional. It has to happen on purpose. It's it's not going to happen... Unless we align with what God has assigned us to do in this season And so I told you that if we want to be intentional about our progress, we're going to be intentional I'm gonna teach you in five areas spiritually financially physically internally and externally and i'm still stuck on the first one Right, so from a spiritually perspective, I told you uh, That we would have to recommit ourselves to the word of god and I taught that already I told you that we would have to recommit ourselves to hearing from the father through the holy spirit And I taught that already. And then I told you that we would have to recommit ourselves to prayer. Now, once I got on prayer, the father just won't let me go. Like I'm ready to go to something else and the, the Holy Spirit's not, no, keep teaching on this. And I believe it's because a lot of us are fasting right now, because this is a season where a lot of churches fast at the beginning of the year. My church is fasting. So we're in the middle of a fast. And because fasting and prayer go hand in hand, right? if you are fasting, but you're not praying, then you're not really fasting. You're just missing meals. (laughs) So if, if you're going to fast, you have to pray. And so fasting and prayer go hand in hand. So I believe that this teaching on prayer is timely and I've been getting a lot of feedback and response on it. but since I like to teach by both precept and example for the last four messages, uh, I've been teaching you about prayer, like, you know, principles and precepts. Now I'm going to give you some examples. So this is progress on purpose. Leveling Up Your Prayer Life, Part Five. And what I'm gonna do today is give you some grace-based prayers. Um, and so I've been telling you to pray from a position of grace, but now I'm gonna give you two examples. So what does this mean for you today? So I've taught you what, how, to, like, you know, why it's important to pray from a position of grace. Now we're just gonna look at two examples where the Apostle Paul prayed. And he prayed grace-based prayers. And then we're going to look at the prayers and then learn from the prayers. Two two prayers we're going to see. You ready? All right. So here we go. Let's get into it. Uh, so example number one is Ephesians chapter three, verses 14 through 21. So this is a good example. This is what the apostle Paul said. This is how he prayed. He said, so I bow in prayer before the father, every family in heaven and on earth gets its true name from him. I asked the father with his great glory to give you the power to be strong in your spirits. He will give you that strength through his spirit. I pray that Christ will live in your hearts because of your faith. I pray that your life will be strong in love and be built on love. And I pray that, that you and all of God's holy people would have the power to understand the greatness of God's love, Christ's love towards us, how wide, how long, how high, how deep that love is. Christ's love is greater than anyone can know. But I pray that you will be able to know that love and come to experience that love, that you will be filled with everything that God has for you, that you would be filled with everything that God's already stored up for you. With God's power working in you, he can do much, much more than anything that you can ask of or think of or even imagine. To him be glory in the church and Jesus Christ and in Jesus Christ for all time, forever and ever. Amen. So that's a prayer that he prayed. Uh, There's a lot in that prayer, uh, but for this morning, I'm just going to give you five quick things. What can we learn from this prayer? I'm going to give you five things. Then we're going to look at another prayer and learn five things from that. You ready? All right. So from this prayer, we can learn five things real quick. You ready? Here we go. Number one, pray to the father. So Paul prayed to the father. Because of Jesus, we have the grace to go to the Father directly in the name of Jesus. So we don't have to go through any intermediary. Uh, So we don't have to look. uh, I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody else's beliefs, but the Bible teaches us that we go directly to the Father. We don't pray to anybody else. We pray to the Father in the name of the Son through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's it, Like So Paul prayed to the Father. You don't have to go to anybody else. You pray to the Father, say amen to that. All right, number two, Paul prayed. Uh, or pray for the father to give you strength in your spirit through his spirit. Man, I love that. Paul prayed that that they would be strengthened in their spirits through the Holy Spirit. And so, uh when you pray, you the power of the Holy Spirit is in you because the Holy Spirit is in you. So God has this limitless power. There's nothing God can't do. All power in heaven and earth is his. And so since he's living on the inside of you, he can af- actually strengthen you. That the power of the Holy Spirit will strengthen your spirit. You could pray for that. You can pray for his power or his grace to flow through you. Like there's an empowerment. There's a grace on you to do what you could not do without God. God puts his super on your natural. And when you pray, you, you can pray that you would be empowered in endued with strength from on high, which is deposited inside of you through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your direct connection to the Father, and you can be strengthened from the inside out with power that exceeds human power, human ability, human strength. Say amen to that and also wisdom. God can give you wisdom that exceeds your education and experience. God can give you the tongue of the learned, where you are speaking in ways that far uh, far exceeds anything that you learned in school. This is not about education. You can get it by revelation. Say amen to that. Number three, pray for understanding concerning the depth and the breadth of God's love. Oh, Paul was like, man, I want you to, this is what I'm praying for you guys. I'm praying that you guys would understand the love of God, how, how wide, how long, how high, how deep this love is. He said, this love is greater than any man can know, but I pray that you would be able to know it. And like this love is, is not human love. This, this love is amazing love. This love is, is one sided love. It's the love of God. And I pray that you will get a revelation of God's love because as a matter of fact, in Galatians five and six, Paul explained that faith works by love, faith, your faith, you want your faith to be strong. Faith works by love, Galatians 5 and 6, doesn't mean that your faith is going to be strong when, when your love walk is strong. I used to think that, right? I used to think that, oh, my faith is only going to work when I'm perfect in love towards God and towards other people. No, that's not what Paul was teaching at all in the book of Galatians. He was, he was teaching about grace and not works. And so the the emphasis was not on man. It was on God. And so what he was saying is you got to know that God loves you. If you want your prayers to be effective, if you want your faith to be strong, you got to be convinced that God loves me. Say God loves me. Say God loves me. Say God loves me and I know it, right? And so if you get to the point where you know that I am loved, I am God's beloved, I'm God's favorite, my God, God loves me, God loves me with an unconditional love. Paul was like, I want you to know the height, the breadth, the depth of God's love. If you can get a revelation of God's love for you, and then when he's telling you things by grace that, hey, this is what I want you to do, I've called you to do this, and you're like, I can't do that. Oh, I got to remember, God loves me so I can do it. Yeah, I can do it because God wants to do it through me, and so it's not about me. When you get a revelation of God's love, it changes your perspective of God. It changes your perspective of yourself. And it also changes your perspective of your future. It, it, it changes everything. When you know that God loves you, pray that you will get a revelation of God's love in this season. You got it. Number four. Um, I love when Paul said, then you can be filled with everything that God has for you. So pray to be filled with everything that God has for you. The whole thing that I've been talking about, grace-based prayers, the emphasis is on God, not on us. It's not about you, your selfish desires, what you want. No, pray for what God wants for you. Pray to be filled with God's desires. Father, all I want is for you to be glorified through me. All I want is what you want for me. I don't want any desire that was not birthed in your heart. Father, if I have a desire that was not birthed in your heart, let's yank that desire out. Let me know what that is so I can root it out. I only want what you want for me. May I be filled with everything that you have for me. May I be filled with a desire. May I want what you want. May I be filled with a desire to be the man that you've called me to be for such a time as this. My life is not about me, Father. It's all about you. I don't want any That's not what you already want for me. I don't want anything. I literally don't want it I don't want it I only want what you want for me and father But I want everything that you want for me and so so just like I don't want anything. That's not your will for me I want everything that is your will for me So everything that you plan to do in my life while i'm in the land of the living I want to leave the mark in this world that I was born to leave that I want to leave a legacy of righteousness that Will outlive me. I, I declare father that your grace is on me on me, my children, and my children's children. You will make my name great. I want to walk in new levels in 2021. Why? Because you said new levels in 2021. I'm not asking for new levels because of me. I'm asking for new levels because of you. And so I only want what you want. I only desire what you desire. I only want, I I only want, I want to be filled with everything that you want for me in this season. Say amen to that. My God, I feel this thing. All right, number five, pray for God. To reveal and manifest his best in your life, which is far greater than anything you could ever ask for, right? So so in this prayer, uh, um, the King James says, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think or, or imagine or even imagine, right? And so other translations say, listen, even anything you could think of, like think of the, your wildest dreams, your, your, your super duper biggest desire." God is able to exceed all of that, right? So God's plans are bigger than yours. God's desires are greater than your desires. You can't outdream God. So father, because of your power that's working on the inside of me, the text says, I could pray this way. You have put a power on the inside of me and you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above everything that I can ask or think or dream or even imagine. And so father, I open up my heart to dream God-sized dreams. I want to dream on your level. I want to believe on your level. I want to receive on your level. I want you to fill my heart with your desires. I want to see myself the way you see me as Jesus is, so am I in this world. When I go stand in the mirror, I I see myself as Jesus is. I'm seeing, when I look in the mirror, I see Jesus. When Satan looks at me, he sees sin. But when you look at me, Father, you see your son. I'm covered by the blood of your son. I'm filled with your spirit. I'm called according to your purpose. I see myself the way you see me. I believe what you believe about me. Pray that. You got it? All right. That's it for that prayer. Uh so I could have kept going with that, right? But I, I'm going to stop. Let me give you another example of a grace-based prayer so we could close out this week. Philippians chapter 1 uh and uh this is actually verses 3 through 11. So I'm going to give you Paul's greeting and then his prayer. So Paul starts off, let me give you the greeting first, because the greeting is important because I'm going to talk about it. So in the greeting, Paul says, now, I thank God. Now, this is Paul writing to the believers in Philippi. I thank God every time I remember you. And I always pray for you with joy. I I, I love praying for you guys. And I thank God for the help that you gave me when I told the people about the good news. Now, you helped me from the first day until now. And now, I'm sure that the work that God started in your life, he's going to finish it until the day of Jesus Christ. I'm confident that he's going to do it. Now, I know I am right to think like this about you because you are close to my heart. This is because you have all placed such an important part of God's grace towards me. You guys are playing an important role in God's grace towards me. I'm going to talk about that. Now, he says, during this time that I'm in prison and whenever I am defending and proving the truth of the good news, You guys are there for me. So God knows that I want very much to see you and I love you with the love of Jesus. Now, then he goes into his prayer. He says, now, this is my prayer for you, that your love will grow more and more, that you will have knowledge and understanding with your love, that you will see the difference between what is important and what is not, and that you would choose what is important, that you would be pure and blameless for the coming of Christ. That your life will be full of the many good works that are produced by Jesus Christ to bring glory and praise unto God. That was his prayer, right? So, what can we learn from this prayer? Oh man, I got five more things to share with you. Let me knock these out real quick. You ready? All right, number one, trust God. For the grace to finish what he started in your life. That's Philippians 1 and 6. He's like, you know, I'm confident of this very thing that he, God, who has begun a good work in you, he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. You got to believe that God is going to finish what he started. You got to believe that God is the author and the finisher of your faith. You got to believe that God did not bring you this far to fail. You got to believe that, Father, since you started some things in my life, you're going to bring these things to pass. So I am believing that you will finish what you started in my life and you pray that way. You got it? Number two. Thank God for the people that he has placed in your life because they are part of God's grace towards you. Now, that, this, is, this is really important. He says, now you guys are actually part of the grace of God towards me. I, you guys have been there for me. You've helped me. You Ever since the first day till now, you've always been there for me. And when I think of you, I'm thinking that's God's grace towards me. See, you got to appreciate the people that God places in your life. God places people in your life to help you, develop you, coach you, teach you, mentor you, support you, encourage you. And these people become part of God's grace towards you. So when you think of these people, and these are people that are anointed to assist you in your life's journey, you should thank God for them and pray for them and speak life and blessing over them and show them that you appreciate them because they are part of the grace of God towards you. Say amen to that. All right. Number three, pray for growth and development in love. Oh, he said, man, I pray that your love will grow more and more. If there's anything that you need to pray for is to, is to grow in the love of God, to believe the love And to receive the love and to become the love, right? So you should not be a Christian and be nasty towards people. One of the things that I used to hate was, was I remember when I was in the South, we would go to church. And then after church, a lot of us would go to different restaurants and I would see people like I know they just came from church and they're being nasty to the waiter, nasty to the waitress, and just nasty. Don't listen, grow in the love of God. <laughs> I mean, like, my goodness. I mean, pray that you would grow and develop, that you would be a conduit of God's love in this world. That's a grace-based prayer. All right, number four, pray for discernment and discipline. Um, so Paul prayed that you would see the difference between what's important and what's right, and then choose what's important. See, you have to pray for the discernment to know the difference between what's really important and what's not, and then pray for the discipline to make the right decisions. Paul prayed that that they would make the right decisions. Listen, right now in this season of new levels, for you to walk in new levels, you have to make the right decisions. Progress is going to only happen on purpose. So you have to pursue this. You have to be intentional. So you have to make good decisions. Pray for discernment. Lord, what should I choose? And then let me make the right decision. Show me right and not right. And then help me to have the discipline to choose right every time. And then number five, and finally, last point for today, I gave you a whole lot today. Pray for God to produce fruit or much fruit in your life. He said, Paul prayed that your life will be full of the many good works that are produced by Jesus Christ to the glory of God. Listen, your life, you are not, you're not saved by works, but you are saved to work. You were not saved to sit you were saved to serve. And so you better get up and stop being lazy and go be whoever, whoever it is that God called you to be. God produces good works in us. There are good works that, we, that God planned for us to do from the foundations of the world. And these good works produce fruit. And so the desire of God is that our life would produce fruit and that this fruit would remain. And then the emphasis here is for the glory of God. Remember, it's not about you. It's all about him. It's for the glory of God. God planned for you to do some things from the foundations of the world for his glory, not for your glory. It's for his glory. It's for his fame. So when the, when the spotlight is on you, be quick to deflect that glory to God. Now we're going to go to Rick Pena. First of all, let me give honor to God. Let me, let me, I'm not saying this out of lip service. I'm not saying this just to be nice. No, I am not a self-made man. I want to let everybody know that I'm a God made man and that without God, I can't do nothing. Now that we got that clear, okay, now we can go on with the rest of the ceremony. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like when the spotlight is on you, deflect the glory right back to God. Say amen to that. Now, Paul didn't pray selfish prayers. These are grace-based prayers. And, And they were focused on God, his grace, his goodness, and his glory. And that's how we're supposed to pray. I gave you principles and precepts. Now I gave you two examples. Now I can release you into the weekend because we got a long weekend. I'm not going to teach today's word on Monday. Uh, You won't see me till Tuesday. So as I release you into the weekend, open up your mouth and declare this. Repeat after me and say it in faith. Say, Father, I thank you for your amazing grace towards me. I also thank you for teaching me to pray from a position of grace. You Mm -hmm. made plans for me. Before the world began. (laughs) So my job is to find, follow, and finish those plans before I die. You honor my decisions. And you also give me the grace to make good ones. So you bless me to discern the difference between what's important and what's not. And then you give me the discipline to choose only those things that are pleasing in your sight. You started a great work in me, and I am confident that you will finish what you started. The more I die to self, the more I grow in your love, and the more I become a conduit of your glory in this world. I was born to make a difference. I am here for a reason. You brought me into this world to leave a mark that will not easily be erased. I will leave that mark, not because of me, but because of you. Not for my fame, but for your glory. Not because I'm pursuing my will, but because I'm pursuing your purpose. So I die to me. You live through me. I produce fruit, and my fruit remains. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you want my notes, today was a good one, man. There was a lot of stuff in there. If you want my notes, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Uh, also, uh, since I'm releasing you into the weekend, go to youtube.com forward slash Rick sign up, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell icon so that you can be notified when, uh, when I post new videos. But listen, I love you. God loves you more. I want you to do me a favor, two things before I release you for the weekend. Number one, leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you. I read all the comments. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. Go out there, walk in God's love. Go become the man, the woman that God calls you to be for such a time as this. New levels in 2021. I won't see you on Monday. I will see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. God bless you.